Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And here we are. It is 2.08. I'm Susie Jones filling in for Chad Hartman today. It is the last hour of the show. Happy to be with you. I hope you're having a wonderful afternoon. We've got a lot to talk about this next hour, including more about a special organization. It's called Breath of Hope, and Nancy Torreson is on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline to talk more about Breath of Hope, what it means, and what you need to know. Maybe you want to jump in if it affects you. Remember, 651 461 651 Four six one nine two two six. Welcome, Nancy, to the program. Thank you, Susie. It's nice to be here. Nice to have you on. So it is pretty. I think I've been pretty open about the fact that it'll be two years, January seventh, that I had surgery at the Mayo Clinic and had lung cancer removed from my right lung. And it, uh, I think you and I talked before you came on today. It was shocking to learn that I had cancer. Um, I was d- indignant about it. I was didn't believe it. <laughs> many, yeah, many reactions. But um, but really, by the grace of God, as we talked about, I found out because I got into a car accident, and it turned out that it was stage one, localized, and primary. All good words, if you're wondering about right. about cancer. But let's talk about lung cancer and your organization and how you help. Yeah. So you know. It's, it's a breath of hope lung foundation and a breath of hope um, is 15 years old this year. And we were founded by people like you that had met at a survival um, kind of group meeting at Fairview hospital, actually in, at Southdale. And um, they came together all these years ago and just realized that they're just the resources aren't there for lung cancer compared to other cancers. And the cancer is treated differently. It gets less, you know, the research gets less funding. There's um, really, really difficult to get screened, like you know. And so um, they started this A Breath of Hope Lung Foundation to um, help people that have lung cancer, but also to just start a funding mechanism for lung cancer research. And I think one of the things, go ahead. Oh, I just was going to say, I think you and I talked about the number of people. Lung cancer is more prevalent than other cancers. Kind of give us a big picture of compared to other kinds yeah. of cancers? Yeah, you know, so lung cancer is the number one cause of cancer death. And back when we were founded, over 500,000 people died that year. Um, in the past couple of years, we've been losing about 125, 130,000 people a year. And, 
So it is getting better, but it's still only at 26% five-year survival rate. And yeah, it, it, it kills more people than breast and colon and about two or three other cancers all combined. So it is the number one cause. And and the sad part is that um, you got diagnosed, Susie, because, it, um, I mean, it was basically by accident, mm-hmm. right? I would and, say that it also, yes, by accident and getting in an accident. But then, of course, many things like having an ambulance uh, paramedic tell me to go to ER, having my mom tell me to get a chest X-ray. So a lot of things kind of unfolded after the original event. But yes, I'm extremely grateful. Yeah, and you should be because, I mean, really, when I meet people with stage one or two, it's almost always found by accident. And so as a country, what we're trying to improve and as an organization, A Breath of Hope is very involved with what's happening um, just locally and nationally. 74% of people who get lung cancer get it in stage three or four. And so it's just, it's the number one cancer killer, but it's, it doesn't have the screening that other cancers do. And so we're finding it late when it's tough to beat. And so people like you, Susie, I meet people like you all the time. And if they have stage one or two, they found it for some odd reason tied to something else for the most part, because um, we just aren't getting a lot of people screened. And I think right in Minnesota, this is a really important topic for us to keep talking about because, um, the eligibility criteria to be screened, you have to be over the age of 50 and have a 20-pack smoking history. Um, and so you really have to have ha- smoked a, a pack a day for 20 years. And, and you know, a, a lot of people don't smoke anymore. And so a lot of the people that are getting lung cancer, I think it's 60% right now, people that are diagnosed with lung cancer are non-smokers when they're diagnosed. And, you know, America's been taught to think it's a smoker's disease. They did it to themselves. But the fact is there's other things that cause lung cancer and, you know, radon in your house and, you know, exposure to asbestos. And even they're they're even naming air pollution now. So it's not just about smoking, even though that's the number one cause. It's not just about that. And I think people need to educate themselves and learn more about this, you know, just to protect themselves and their families. Because, again, 60 percent of the people that are getting diagnosed are non-smokers. Yeah. Our guest, again, is Nancy Torreson with Breath of Hope. And we're talking about lung cancer this half hour because, as she, you've just been hearing, it, it takes so many people's lives, and yet there's not enough to be done to screen people. And when you do find out, if you find out you're at stage three or four, my oncologist said if we would have got this at stage three or four, he said it would have been game over. And I mean, yeah. that's that's pretty startling to hear this texture. Right. So I just want to put our number out six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six. This texture writes, can stage one or two lung cancer be found by a blood test? I don't know that. Yeah, you know, and that's um, fabulous future thinking. And it's actually all in trials and, and it's all um, in labs and being tested right now. So. What we have right now, the only approved test in the U.S. is the low-dose CT scan. And it's a really, really good test, but it does involve radiation. And the eligibility criteria, again, is very, very tight. And again, of the people that are eligible, um, I didn't—I don't think I said this earlier, but of the people that are eligible in America, only about 4 or 5% have chosen to be screened or been told that they can be screened. Mm. And in, in, I think in Minnesota, it's about 8%. So... So your your caller's question, 
about stage one and two, this is, I think, where we're going with screening is to get away from the low-dose CT scan or at least keep using it and on top of that, add um, breath or blood testing. Um, And again, a breath of hope is, you know, we fund research and we're starting to get proposals, um, a lot of them, and I know that it's pretty um, far along now, the blood-based lung cancer screening. Another texture says, Tom Curvers introduced me to Breath of Hope. He never smoked. Does that name ring a bell to you? Yeah, I've been working with the Curvers for years, and I yeah, I got I got to be good buddies with um, Tom. And as soon as he was diagnosed, we had lunch. And um, <laughs> I, I was really, really hopeful. He was stage three, um, stage three. I can't remember if it was 3A or 3B. But um, he's a never smoker like I would say the the majority of the people I meet are never smokers or they smoked really a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tom was so great. And the Minnesota Wild got involved and um, and we partnered for uh, quite a while just to try to raise awareness. But it's just going to take more than that. Um, Tom, losing Tom was you know just devastating. I think he was 57 when he died. And, oh. you know, he has two teenage boys and a, a wife, a loving wife mm-hmm. and two daughters. And just, uh, you know, it's just really, really sad. But we see that all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's so sad. We have to take our first little break here of the half hour. We're going to do that. But again, if you want to call in, maybe you have gone through something like this or have someone that you love that is going through this or has gone through this, the number is 651-461-9226. We're back right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we are back. It is just about 2.20 on a Friday morning. We are nearing the holidays. going to be... Coming in hot. I got a lot of work to do before Christmas Day, a lot of wrapping to do. So I hope you are busy getting after what you need done. We are talking, though, kind of about a serious topic this half hour about lung cancer, because as many of you know, I am a survivor of lung cancer. I get CT scans every six months, and 
I always get nervous because I always think, oh, God, it's going to come back. And, uh, in fact, a couple textures today are writing, uh, Susie, my sweet cousin passed away a few weeks ago, just six months after stage four non-smoker lung cancer diagnosis. She was 57. This texture says there must be a way to improve screening so that these deadly cancers can be caught earlier. I know Breath of Hope is an amazing organization and has helped so many. And uh, thank you for that. But that's sadly it's just that fast, isn't it, if it becomes stage four? Yeah, you know, I, I, again, 74% of people that are diagnosed in our country are at stage three or four. And when I say that there's a 26% survival rate, five-year survival rate, that's the overall survival rate. So when it starts being three, it's lower. When it starts being four, it's lower. So it's tough to beat. And we do, we're not doing a good um, job as a country screening for lung cancer. And that's the number one way that we can attack this public health issue. And um, a breath of hope is working on it all the time. And one, you know, for your listeners out there, I, I think part of what's going on, and I, I liken it to the AIDS um, issues of maybe 20, 30 years ago, where it was so stigmatized and just sort of paralyzed. And I think that's a little bit what's happened with lung cancer over the years. It's very stigmatized. Um, People want to blame the smoker. And, you know, and it's funny because smoking causes heart disease and colon cancer and breast cancer and lung cancer. But it's the lung cancer patient that always gets um, blamed and, you know, shamed for their um, diagnosis. But anyway, um, we we have um, a website called MinScreen, so just mnscreens.org. And if you are somebody that smoked, for one thing, throw out the stigma, let it go. Um, we care about your life and your life matters. And if you do have a smoking history and you're over the age of 50, go to mnscreens.org and just take the three question quiz and find out if you're eligible. And if you are, there's a list of um, screening clinics all over the state of Minnesota mm. um, and actually the whole country. Um, so people can get themselves screened and they might have to be proactive and do that because it doesn't always come from primary care. Okay. Um, you know, they, they have to, primary care has to collect exactly the right information about smoking and things like that for eligibility. And mm -hmm. so a lot of people just don't know they're eligible. Sure. So, yeah. Six five one four six one nine two two six. This texter writes, I've heard controversy over whether or not radon is a legitimate health risk. My husband thinks it's interesting that the folks that do the testing also install the migration systems. Thanks for the any insight you can give on that one. Yeah, I've heard this before, too. And I, I mean, it's it's um, considered worldwide, it's considered the number one cause of lung cancer in non-smokers, radon exposure. Mm -hmm. And a couple things to know about radon is, number one, um, we have high levels of radon in our soil in Minnesota. And so it doesn't matter if your house is old or new, it seeps in out of the soil and it finds cracks in foundations and it gets into people's houses. And long-term exposure to radon um, is the number one cause of lung cancer. And I, I meet people all the time that have no risk factors, and then they go back and test their house. And, and imagine this, um, Julie Swedberg um, died in April um, in, in her 40s. She got diagnosed out of nowhere at 41 with stage four lung cancer. She had never smoked and um, eventually tested her home for radon. They had radon. And, and, you know, so this was after she's diagnosed with stage four lung cancer and she can't get her husband screened. Oh. 
because he, he doesn't meet eligibility. He's in his 40s and he doesn't smoke. And so she has stage four lung cancer living in a home with high levels of radon. And our country is not yet counting radon as one of the risk factors, even though there's tons of research to back it. So, you know, when somebody said that the people that are mitigating are also testing, I, I just want to say that um, you can do it that way, but they every almost every lumber yard and every hardware store sells really good radon kits for like twelve ninety nine. Mm. And you just you hang it up in your lower level and you just let it hang there for two or three days and then you send it into a national lab and then check your results a yeah. week or two later. And yeah, so we found radon in our house and we had to mitigate and mitigation isn't cheap, you know, mm. so that's a that's a problem. Um but yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh six five one four six one nine two two six. Texters continue to weigh in. My mom found out found out she had stage four lung cancer from a spot on an X ray in prep before a hip surgery. It went to her brain within a month and she was gone in nine months. No symptoms prior to knowing. Susie, I shed tears when I heard your diagnosis two years ago. I prayed prayed every day and still do and was so glad they found it early. She said, I am a walking miracle. After eight years, I finally heard last week that I am in remission from thyroid cancer, labs, and ultrasounds every six months for the rest of my life. Thank you, Nancy. That's from Nancy. Um, okay. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, that's what I don't, I mean, I, I think it's, yeah. it's so, somebody wrote a little bit ago, anyone can get it. You, you know, going yep. back to your point about, you know, it's not just the four pack a day Marlboro man. It's, it's everywhere. And I worry, I worry, Nancy, that it's going to only get worse in that we don't really know about all this vaping and the long term impact on young people and their lungs with vaping. Yeah. And so two things here, vaping and your your callers um, comment about um, not having symptoms. You know, this even though it's one of the most aggressive cancers it quite often doesn't show symptoms at all or not till stage three or four. So I think, again, getting back to the matter of screening, for one thing, only heavy smokers over the age of 50 can get, or, you know, or recently having smoked can get screened. So we have to work really hard as a country to identify better ways to screen for lung cancer. And again, like Tom Kerbers, he's I meet people like Tom all the time in their 40s and 50s, no smoking history, and they've got stage three or four lung cancer. So um, that, that's just something we have to work on and take more seriously as a country. Um, okay, what was the second part? I was just going to so, ask before we get to the second part, what is the resistance? Why aren't, why isn't the healthcare industry or the insurance companies like, who is it that's holding up to the opening yeah. up this to more people? I think most people will name, um, Potential harms from having a low-dose CT scan. If you ever say that um, anywhere near a lung cancer patient, um, they will punch you in the face. But, um, you know, potential harms because of the radiation or um, or um, finding something else, like an incidental finding in the low-dose CT scan and doing something that maybe wasn't necessary and things like that. So that's one of the big things. But I still, I still attribute a lot of the resistance to the stigma. Um, I, I think... You know, back in the 60s and 70s when everybody was being taught that smoking was bad and we were figuring out how unhealthy it was, I think we just sort of made the smoker the bad guy. And um, I think that stigma is alive and well pretty much everywhere, yeah. <laughs> and, and which is kind of silly because 
you know, for 60% of the people that being diagnosed that aren't smoking, you know, it's just like, it's, it's not very factual to be hung up on that. Yeah. Um, someone writes, does having a pulmonary embolism increase your risk of getting lung cancer? You know, I don't know, but I, I, I think if you're, so one thing that's really nice when you have something going on, um, anything going on, you're probably, he's, this person's probably seeing a pulmonologist and probably receiving testing and scans and things like that. Um, so in some ways they might be able to benefit, um, you know, from somebody actually seeing their lungs. Most of us, nobody ever looks at our lungs, right? Mm. I mean, you know, it's just w- women get mammograms every year. Um, and occasionally it'll catch the edge of a lung or something and it'll pick up a lung cancer. But But why don't we get, why can't we get, have we ever gotten yearly lung screen ever? Has that been, I think my mom told me it's never been a part of the routine. So I think decades ago, the chest x-ray was a routine part of a physical. Okay. And basically, but, but you need to hear this, Susie, the chest x-ray is really a poor way to diagnose lung cancer because chest x-rays miss a ton of the lung cancers. Mm. You think about everything that's behind the heart. And, and so, you know, sometimes people get lucky and they get, they diagnose a lung cancer with a chest x-ray, but there's been a ton of studies done showing that really, if you want to find out if you have lung cancer, you do the low dose CT scan because that goes all the way around your body and it takes these little pie slice, you know, um, photos of, your lungs, and it really misses nothing, Yeah, you know? So. Um, this person wants to know, can a Wisconsin resident use the mnscreens.com? She says, we live in western Wisconsin, and my husband meets the screening criteria as a previous smoker. So can yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely. Can, okay, yeah, ahead. absolutely. A Breath of Hope is a national organization. We just did that minscreens.org campaign um, during the state fair, um, we collaborated with the university and Mayo and Alina and just some of the healthcare systems in the Twin Cities and um, had a booth there. And so we created that whole campaign just in Minnesota because that was what our funder wanted us to do. Mm-hmm. No, that's fine. But <laughs> you know, it is but, available to the, our friends in Wisconsin. Yeah, for sure. And even the link where you go to look for clinics, it, it's a national link. Okay. Good, um, and good. they can always call it. Yeah, they can call our office too, and we can help them find a screening clinic if they find that they're eligible. Okay. Um, someone asked, what were my symptoms? I didn't have any. I mean, at stage one, there was nothing. But I I, I am an old smoker. I mean, I smoked okay. since I was 13. But I don't smoke now, but obviously. Um but I do think, right, I mean, that's sort of the thing. Once you start to get symptoms with lung cancer, you're kind of too far you're gone. pretty far along. Yeah, well, right. you're not, I wouldn't say too far gone because we have stage four, stage three, and stage four lung cancer survivors that are eight and 10 years past their diagnosis, um, supporting and volunteering at a breath of hope. Mm-hmm. So I think I wouldn't say you can't write people off when they're stage four, I mean, there's still a survival rate of, I don't know exactly what it is on the state or 9% or something. Yeah. Yeah. I just hear, I hear, I have two friends that got to the five year mark and then it came back and I just, eh, that's just like my biggest, I can't even think about it because it makes me want to throw up. (laughs) Yeah. It's just so scary, but I'm going to just tell you, Susie, like, like so many other people that are diagnosed early you've got somebody watching your lungs. I mean, nobody's watching my lungs, you know, and you've got somebody watching your lungs and you're going to keep getting scanned here for a while until you're, um, you know, until they deem you as being 
really not a very high risk of getting it again. So you're, you're lucky in some ways because somebody's taken a peek every, every I think you said <laughs> I know. six or nine months, you know, yeah, I mean, and yeah. I don't have that. I don't no. have that. So, and you know, I was a waitress um, growing up in a, in the smoker section and I had a ton of secondhand smoke exposure. So, you know, at a breath of hope, we always say, if you have lungs, you can get lung cancer. And I think that's how we're trying to get people to understand that they really should educate themselves about lung cancer. A lot of people will come to us after their diagnosis and say, well, I've been coughing for eight months. Mm. It's like, you know, you shouldn't cough for eight months. No. You know, you no. And, and if, if you get diagnosed with asthma and the medicine doesn't help, well, go back. I mean, wow. you know, yeah. so. Um, Be your own advocate. Hey, listen, we yeah. are, we're out of time, but I really appreciate it. Breath of Hope, is that where we would find you online? Yeah, it's abreathofhope.org. That's the main, um, I think if you're trying to find out if you're eligible for screening, it's mnscreens.org. And then if you just want to learn more about lung cancer, we've got a comprehensive um, educational program at youandlungcancer.com. So abreathofhope.org is where you can start because all those other websites are tied to that. And I look forward to volunteering next year and helping. Thank you, Susie. We could use your help. Okay. I mean, really, let's keep talking. Keep talking. Happy holidays to you. Same to you. Take care. All right. Nancy Torrison with A Breath of Hope on News Talk 830 WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. And we are back. It is 2.39 in the afternoon. My name is Susie Jones. It is 42 degrees outside, a little cloudy, a little misty. Be careful out there if you are out and about. Charlie Weiss is on the board today producing with me. You know, Charlie and I have a show that we do together. We sit five feet away from each other on Sunday morning at 7 a.m. And we do something we like to call the health hour. We're trying to get a catchy name. But we haven't come up with one. We've gotten some good, uh, um, good ideas from texters, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah we just haven't changed the uh, the branding yet. Right. It's the health show. It's just the health show. It's not bad. Not bad. Because I mean, we do want it to be broad. You know, it can't be. Yeah. You know. Because we want to have topics that are wide ranging, so we can have anybody on that Sunday hour. From we've had acupuncturists on, mm-hmm. we've had cardiologists on. I think we're going to be uh, having somebody to talk about uh, um, what is it? What is it called? I don't know. I can't. This remember. Sunday we're doing uh, we're doing 
Come on, give to what is it about? I, uh, Sounds like conflict resolution. That's it. Conflict resolution. So we are not going to be live on Sunday because it is Christmas Eve, and it's very hard to get someone to agree to come on the radio on Christmas Eve. Uh, yes, so we will be uh, replaying one of our more co- uh, popular shows, and it is also uh, timely. I think conflict resolution yes. around the holidays yes. uh, can. And always be something we can work on. Is there anybody in your family that you know that you should not get into a particular conversation with? No, not really. Mostly everybody's all yeah. right. Yeah. No, it's I mean, there's yelling anyway. Always. But it's but it's it's friendly yelling. Yeah. It's you know, oh ha ha. Yeah. So that, you know. Our holiday gatherings are so loud. Yeah. But they're loud with the loud din because everybody has to get their voice heard. So if you're going to get your voice heard, you have to amp it up a bit. Do you have a, a no-go topic with anybody? You know, I think there are topics these days, to be quite honest, that I feel that should just in general not yeah, be just brought up. Yeah, polite conversation because does not include Because, for example, things. I'm just going to say this, but we're not going to talk about it. This is a topic, but we're not going to talk about it, but it's a topic that I would avoid if I were – at a holiday party. But don't text us about it. Don't text us. I don't want to hear it. Nope. I'm just saying. Nope. This is only in words. There's no. There's nothing attached to this. Okay. The situation in Gaza, I say, should not be talked about at the holidays because it is sparking some very extreme feelings. Another one. Understandably, mind you. Understandably. I think it's very understandable that there are extreme Understandably. Feelings. But if you have if you have not seen a member of your family for a year, getting the cousins over, everybody's coming over, and you want to throw down with a biggie, probably not. Like, for example, in our house, we have many different religious uh, people follow different walks of life when it comes to their spiritual world. We have born-agains, we have Catholics, we have atheists, we have pagans. I mean, you know... A lot of pagans in the family, Susie? Well, Charlie, I'm saying that we're not... They don't ascribe to any particular god. I mean, it's like nature, okay? The seasons change, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so when I... Someone just texted a topic not to talk about. Here's the... Yeah, you can yeah. do that for... 15 minutes before we run out of time. This is, what not this is to great. talk about. Yeah, we're going to get really How about great the documentary, texts. The Fall of Minneapolis? Or are you not bringing up? You know what? But is there a fun thing that you're not bringing up that at, at a Christmas, you know, something that is just a no-go for somebody, but it's funny? No, I don't. Is that? Yeah, I think that doesn't even. No. That happens. You, you find me a topic that's a no-go that. Well, because somebody's, some one person in particular's feelings have been hurt in the past, but like everybody else is like, ha you know, they think it's kind of funny. I would love to hear what this topic. Might I'm sure be. that those are there are things out there. Well, if you know of a topic yeah. that's funny that would also offend one person in your family, bring it on. That's what I say. So I'm saying leave the Gaza Strip, leave Gaza out. Also, Trump, I would leave Trump off the table. I would not bring Trump to Christmas. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking to start a fight, though, maybe maybe that's the. What you're looking for. Now, that's interesting. Yeah, maybe you're wanting There are a little people bit of that like to start fights. 651 461 9226. What's the other one? 9226. <laughs> How about this text? Hey, Susie, when I heard you were hosting it, I was delighted. You're my favorite. Thanks. You're my favorite, too. Screw that Scrooge 
with the fork in his eye. The dude who said he that he was what did he say? I was uninteresting. Uh, unlistenable. It was unlistenable radio. Unlistenable <laughs> radio. You know, whatever. Do you ever get your? You really? I mean, you're taking that. To I do. Heart, huh? I do. I really want to. Mostly because I think these people that are snarky on the text. And by the way, everybody is nice on the text, except for that snarky snark. Um. Oh, we got a good name too. Okay. They're hiding. It's yes. Just, I hate that they're hiding. That's right? right. It feels. It feels cowardly. All right. We've got more texts coming it's in. Cowardly. So we said what to not bring up at the holiday party. Right. Buying used undies at Goodwill. Now, how is that a topic? Do they sell? Yeah, I mean, does that come up normally in, in <laughs> conversation, like outside of the holidays? Are you bringing this up frequently? I, I can't imagine that that's just something you talk about ever. Oh, here's a good one not to talk about. The new state flag. Oh, see, I think that's great. That's a perfect light topic that people, like, <laughs> but, you'll argue about it and yeah. fight about Everybody it, but it's will not hate serious. It. It's the dumbest flag. It's not serious. All the, all the time. Okay, how about this for our show? Health happenings. You don't like it? Charlie's shaking his head. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry. All right, all right, all right. Let's take our last break, and then we'll just talk to you, because I love talking to you. We're getting some more text on our title for Sunday show. And also, if you want to tell us what you should not talk about at the holidays. And what do you think? Anything else we want to get off our chest in the next 15 minutes? Text us if you want us to say something. I don't know. <laughs> it's the holidays. We're, we're, we're bringing it we're home. We're almost there. We John Hines is coming there. in. Johnny's in Florida, so maybe we'll have a chance to visit with Johnny. But we're going to talk to you guys, too, you texter, you texter maniacs, about what not to bring up at the holidays. How about this one? Needing Viagra in the new year as you get older. Don't bring that up. Again, do these just come up in your daily lives? Why are you talking about that with anybody? <laughs> All right. Back after this. Oh, my goodness. We are bringing it home. Bringing it home. December 22nd. Woo! I hope you're ready for the holidays. I hope you're doing something fun. I told you we're having about 30 people at my mom's house. On Christmas Day. Another topic. Two things. Three things. <laughs> I'm Susie Jones. That's Charlie. We're almost done with the show. So close. Six five one four six one nine two two six. My first rule about what I will not discuss at the holidays. Political issues. There you go. Thanks, Paul. That was from Coon Rapids. This next test. <laughs> I work at Goodwill. We do not sell old underwear. I just don't think they're in the right department. Another topic, perhaps off limits at Christmas. Colonoscopy prep. See, I can say <laughs> factually that that comes up at almost every one of my Christmases. It does. Not. Yes, it does. A fa- family of, of <laughs> doctors and nurses, it comes up a shocking amount. Um, we we probably also talk about medical issues in our house. My mother is very big. She's a geriatric nurse yeah. practitioner. So so your bowels. Yeah, that comes up. How all you the slept, time. how your bowels are, those are very important topics. Means a lot about a person. Yeah. How that's it's not out. and it's right during dinner. Every time it's you know, couldn't you have done this later? You know, it's we're disgusting. we're eating. This is we're the ham's out. <laughs> you know? 
the hams out. Uh, are you a consignment store shopper? Uh, I have become one because my girlfriend is a man. Ah. So, uh, well, I'm just thinking about Goodwill because yeah. we were talking about with Rochelle Olsen. Hey, we should say thank you to everybody who came on today. Sure. What a great show. I feel like it was days ago, but we had Dan Butner on. That's on. You can listen to that, right? We yeah. Talk- ever, all the interviews uh, up to now should be podcasted. Yeah, and Butner had all that great information about what to eat, how to move naturally, have a nice community. To I don't know if I want to live to be 100, though. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I like all those things, and I think those are just good for your general health. I'm dubious. Are you? I am. I'm dubious about the, the people in these areas happen to live so much longer, eight years longer than the other. I, I'm dubious about, about that. I, I think regardless, all of the things that he promotes – are very good for you. Whether or not you get to be 100 remains to be seen. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, I'm going to do this right now because I've already taken the second break, right? So I'm now We're just— We're going to the end of the show here, Okay, Susie. okay. I'm going to say right now, and don't laugh at me, it's 2.51. It's the Linus Construction t- Time Check. <laughs> time to request a complimentary heat map analysis to see if your home is energy efficient. Or as energy efficient as it could be. Do you know those are very good people? The Lindus The Lindus people? Yeah. They are uh, on Saturday morning. Sure. Yeah. I believe them. All right. We have a couple more ways to talk to people today. Hi, Susie. I guess maybe I'm a little lucky. I have four sisters and three brothers, and they never bring up any kind of medical condition whatsoever. <laughs> what do you think? I- I don't think it's bad to bring up medical conditions. I, I, maybe I'm just used to it. Maybe I've been Pavlov. How about this for our health show? <laughs> the ham's out. <laughs> the ham's out. Hi, Dan. Dan Cook is here. He's getting ready to take over for us. We just have to keep it on the track for like four more minutes. Yeah, about that. All Five. Right. John Hines coming in after us. I know. Uh, this one, health enhancement. Bruce. <laughs> health enhancement into wealth enhancement. enhancement. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. I can't read the next one because it's a little bit racy. Yeah, it's racy. It's racy and inappropriate anyway. So do you have you ever been drunk at a holiday party? Oh, that's a good question. I generally don't really drink around my family. You don't? I don't. Why? I, I get along well enough with them. I just don't like it just feels like a different thing. It's uh it's something to do elsewhere and not with your family necessarily. I know that's way, way out there. Most people, or not most, but a lot of people do. Um, I'll have a glass of wine. I'll have, you know, they do mulled wine at Christmas. At I used aunt's. to get so wasted at Christmas. <sighs> and then about 10 at night, I'd say, I'm going out. Can I have the car keys? And my mom and dad like, no, in my teenage years. And I'd be like, slamming doors. You're ruining my life. Yeah. I, I drink just not around the family. Well, it just I, I feel uncomfortable. Well, I, I did not I can't let loose. Because what if you slip and say something right? wrong? Like, or inappropriate to your poor dear mom? Exactly. God. You know, Charlie, I could be your mother. Do you know that? I do know that, Susie. Yeah. Do you oh. not want me to know that? or I don't know. Sometimes, yeah. like, I feel, I forget that I'm old. That's a good thing, I think. I right? think it is, too. Yeah. So I'll be 61. Yeah, Christmas you should Day. never feel – once you start feeling old, that's when you actually are old. You should never feel old. Right. What, that's why I feel old at 29. You're 29? When do you turn 30? Next October. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
651-461-9226. You may call or you may text us. We are talking about things like what not to talk about at the holidays. So far, we've covered politics, the war in Gaza. We've talked about uh, politics would include Trump. We talked about medical conditions, especially yucky ones. Which I don't always agree with fully. I think it can be brought up, but I, I get it. Yeah, I, I wanted – there are definitely specific things, though, that people just – in this family, we don't talk about it. Hmm. We don't talk about weight. We try not to because weight yeah, – yeah. This texture writes at 651-461-9226, the adults in our family at the holidays always get hammered <laughs> after the kids go to bed. Hey. Yeah. But that's not in your house because you're the kid. I am. Yeah, I'm on the younger side. Who drinks the most in your family? In general? <laughs> probably me. <laughs> this person said, hey, I'm sorry. I was, wasn't was trying to be inappropriate, just funny. Oh, we're not, we're not we calling you out by any means. We do not judge. We just can't say everything on the air. We do not judge. We don't talk about Bruno. Who's Bruno? I have no, uh, Bruno the movie. Bruno Mars. Bruno was a terrible movie with that guy. Yeah. What's his I, name? Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes, it was a terrible movie. Yeah, I'm realizing that that's almost certainly my mother texting. Uh, <laughs> we, that's no we, way. There was an experience with the Bruno. Family. Yeah, we might have seen it at a bit too young of an age. Wow, yeah. I did that. My kids yeah. wanted to see it, and I was. Um, in another movie, and the kids were in Bruno, and the manager of the movie theater came and made me go from my movie to sit with these 15-year-olds yeah. to watch Bruno. And all of a sudden, there was a very close-up yeah. shot of uh, genitals. Yeah. And I almost died with my son, who was 15, and his buddies. So Yeah, this is the exact, that's the exact same story. No they, they way! Warned, yeah, they warned going into the theater, the manager said, you know, this isn't exactly appropriate. And what? You had the same, same one? experience. Yeah, same exact thing. <laughs> oh, but somebody says it's not our Bruno. It's from Encanto. There's a character named Bruno in there. Funny song. It's an excellent, beautiful movie. That's well, nice. I'm glad. Oh, and then don't discuss discuss whether Mary was actually a virgin. See, you just get into trouble. Funny. You know, you're rolling away the stone. What really happened? I don't know. Now, I do not want to get in trouble on the last four seconds of the show. I hope you have a beautiful holiday. I love you to pieces. You know I do. And uh, be safe. Don't drink and drive. Be nice to your mom. Dan Cook. John Hines. Up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 